a quantum computer, flux capacitor, and a top-secret decoder ring are just some of the things we don't have, but what we do have is some tech brood, just the way you like, with Greg Doig. Welcome to the Tech Brood Podcast. Get your tech brood just the way you like. We bring you news, reviews, and some how-to tech help and tips each week. I'm your host, Greg Doig. And this week, let's take a look. We're going to talk more about staying safe with your digital home devices and Internet of Things devices. After that, we'll have some top tech news stories from the past week. We mentioned the release of WordPress 5.9 last week, and we'll give you some sites that can help you create a child theme for the new 2022 block theme. First up, talk about protecting your digital home. We found this information at the website cisa.gov. More of your home devices, including thermostats, door locks, coffee machines, and smoke alarms are now connected to the Internet. This enables you to control devices on your smartphones, which can save you time and money while providing convenience and even safety. These advances in technology are innovative and intriguing. However, they also pose a new set of security risks. Here are some simple tips. First, you want to secure your Wi-Fi network. Secure Wi-Fi and digital devices by changing the default password and username. Also, double your login protection. Enable multi-factor authentication, abbreviated MFA, to ensure that the only person who has access to your accounts is you. Use it for email, banking, social media, and any other service that requires logging in. If MFA is an option, enable it by using a trusted mobile device such as your smartphone, an authenticator app, or a secure token, which is a small physical device that can hook onto your keyring. And a little quote to remember when it comes to doing these things, if you change nothing, nothing will change. But if you connect, you must protect, whether it's your computer, smartphone, game device, or other network devices. The best defense is to stay up on top of things by updating to the latest security software, web browser, and operating systems. If you have the option to enable automatic updates to defend against the latest risks, turn it on. And if you're putting something into your device, such as a USB for an external hard drive, make sure your device's security software scans for viruses and malware. Finally, protect your devices with antivirus software and be sure to periodically back up any data that cannot be recreated, such as photos or personal documents. And keep tabs on your apps. Most connected appliances, toys, and devices are supported by a mobile application. Your mobile device could be filled with suspicious apps running in the background or using default permissions you never realize you approve. Gathering your information without your knowledge while also putting your identity and privacy at risk. Also, check your app permissions and use the rule of least privilege to delete what you don't need or no longer use. Learn to just say no to privilege requests that pop up on your smart devices, especially those that don't make any sense. Only download apps from trusted vendors and sources. Never click and tell. Limit what information you post on social media, from personal addresses to where you like to grab coffee. What many people don't realize is that these seemingly random details are all that criminals need to know to target you, your loved ones, and your physical belongings online and in the real world. Remember, keep social security numbers, account numbers, and passwords private as well as specific information about yourself, such as your full name, address, birthday, and even vacation plans. Disable location services that allow anyone to see where you are and where you aren't at any given time. Use file sharing with caution. 
file sharing between devices should be disabled when not needed. You should also choose to only allow file sharing over home or work networks, never on public networks. You may want to consider creating a dedicated directory for file sharing and restrict access to all other directories. In addition, you should password protect anything you share. Check your internet providers or router manufacturers' wireless security options. Your internet service provider and router manufacturer may provide information or resources to assist in securing your wireless network. Check the customer support area of their websites for specific suggestions or instructions. And if you're going to connect, connect using a virtual private network or a VPN. Many companies and organizations have a VPN. VPNs allow employees to connect securely to their network when away from the office. VPNs encrypt connections at the sending and receiving ends and keep out traffic that is not properly encrypted. If a VPN is available to you, make sure you log on to it anytime you need to use a public wireless access point. And restrict access. Only allow authorized users to access your network. Each piece of hardware connected to a network has a media access control, also known as a MAC address. You can restrict access to your network by filtering these MAC addresses in your router. And consult your user documentation for specific information about enabling these features. You can also utilize the guest account, which is a widely used feature on many wireless routers. This feature allows you to grant wireless access to guests on a separate wireless channel with a separate password while maintaining the privacy of your primary credentials. And now some of the latest tech news. Intuit released security notices last week warning of phishing emails ahead of this year's tax season. This is a summary of an article from ZDNet.com where they wrote about this notice that Intuit released in two separate security notices last week, the company said it has received reports from customers about two kinds of phishing emails they were getting. Intuit urged recipients not to click on any of the links or attachments, not to reply to the email, and to delete the email. If you have already clicked on a link in the email or downloaded a file from the email, the company said you should delete the download, scan your system with an up-to-date antivirus program, and change your passwords. These phishing emails are common, but this time of year, more people get tricked than usual. One example they gave showed a from address from Intuit Accountants, and the subject was critical action required. Body of the message read, Dear Intuit user, we have temporarily disabled your account due to inactivity. It is compulsory that you restore your account within the next 24 hours. They go on to say, this is a result of a recent security upgrade on our server and database to fight against vulnerability and account theft as we begin the new tax season. And then there's a link to restore your access. And the other email example they give is similar, comes from the Intuit accountants, where they're also telling the recipient that their account was disabled due to inactivity. And again, it was because of an update to the server and database that they found this out and another link to restore access. So again, we've mentioned before in other episodes and in Tech Tips, know who you're receiving your email from and verify it before you go clicking on any links. Further on in the article, it's written that Eric Cron, a security awareness advocate at No Before Company, said these attacks typically tend to ramp up during tax season. 
The attacks generally attempt to trick people into logging into their accounts on a fake website, allowing crooks to steal the user's credentials. Kron suggested that anyone who has received these types of emails should go directly to the official website and log into their account, where any notifications or issues with the account would be made obvious, as opposed to clicking on links straight from emails. In addition, on any website where you are entering a username and password, you should check the URL bar to ensure that you are at the legitimate organization's website, Kron said. In addition, the IRS released a similar warning last week reminding taxpayers to be aware that criminals continue to make aggressive calls posing as IRS agents in hopes of stealing taxpayer money or personal information. In another article from Glassdoor.com, they showed a listing of the 50 best jobs in America for 2022. If you're in the tech field, the top 10 jobs are mostly technology jobs, number one being enterprise architect. Number two, full stack engineer. Number three, data scientist. Number four, DevOps engineer. Number five, strategy manager. Number six, machine learning engineer. Number seven, data engineer. Number eight, software engineer. Number nine, Java developer. And number 10, product manager. And the list goes on with 40 more. But all of these jobs are in the six figures for salaries for those that qualify. You can find out more by going to the website, glassdoor.com. And now we're at our tech tips and how-to section. We're going to talk about the new integrated view for Gmail features and email, Google Meet, Google Chat, and Spaces. And they're all going to be in one place. Google is introducing a new integrated view for Gmail, making it easy to move between critical applications like Gmail, Chat, and Meet in one unified location. And this is the timeline that they are introducing these new features. Beginning February 8th of 2022, users can opt in to test the new experience, allowing them to try it out and become more accustomed to it. Users can revert to classic Gmail via settings. They will share an update on the Workspace Updates blog along with Help Center content once rollout begins. And by April 2022, Users who have not opted in will begin seeing the new experience by default, but can revert to classic Gmail via settings. And by the end of the second quarter of 2022, it will become standard experience for Gmail with no option to revert back. Around the same time, users will also begin seeing the new streamlined navigation experience on ChatWeb, which is at mail.google.com forward slash chat. And it also means users will not have the option to configure chat to display on the right side of Gmail. But when enabled, the new navigation menu allows you to easily switch between your inbox, important conversations, and join meetings without having to switch between tabs or open a new window. Notification bubbles make it easy to stay on top of what immediately needs your attention. When working in chat and spaces, you can view a full list of conversations and spaces within a single screen making it easier to navigate to and engage. When working in your inbox, you'll be able to view the full array of mail and label options currently available in Gmail today. And in the coming months, you'll also see email and chat results when using the search bar, making it easier to find what you need by eliminating the need to search within a specific product. Google hopes the new experience will make it easier for you to stay on top of what's important and get work done faster in a single focus location. Further, this will help reduce the need to switch between various applications, windows, or tabs, according to Google. 
And coming up now, we got a little tech review mentioned at the top of the show. We talk about WordPress 2022 block themes. And a look at some sites to help you get started with the new WordPress block themes and where you can find some help to create a 2022 child theme. If you're new to WordPress, you can find the information about it at their website, wordpress.org. That's where you'll find the official download and plugins in the directories on that website. Also, they have forums for users to go to if you want to know where to start with WordPress. And there's also a learn feature on their website where you can find tutorials on getting started with WordPress and the various themes and plugins. If you want to start working on your computer, there's a couple of software programs that you can install right on your computer and work with WordPress without having to install it on a server. One of these sites is localwp.com, where they have a program called Local which they call the number one local WordPress development tool and allows you to install multiple websites with WordPress right on your local computer. And a fairly recent one is from Kinsta.com website, which they call DevKinsta, which is your free local WordPress development suite. So you might want to give that one a try too. And there are other Tools available, make sure you get it from a safe site, different stacks that you can install on your computer for Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP. And there's different versions for Windows, WAMP, and for Mac, MAMP. So take a look, just do a search, and you can find other ways to do it. But the two I mentioned already are fairly easy to get started with. So if we're talking about child themes, WordPress has had child themes for some time now. And if you would prefer to code your theme and customize it, you want to create a child theme because it's the best way to override the code that's in the original theme. And when your theme updates, your child theme code will remain the same. So take a look at developer documentation for a better look at creating a child theme on WordPress. And there's also a tutorial article you can find at kinsta.com, which takes a deep dive into 2022 and the WordPress block theme. And if you want to listen to this podcast, we're on various apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn and Alexa, and more. Well, this ends this week's show, but yes, we will work to bring you more and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood just the way you like it. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.